goal is not to outdo you. We're yeah. not trying to compete. We said it before, but like we're going back to the list of details that you probably don't do with regularity. And also our goal is to free up your time so that right. you can go live your life doing something else other than telling me that you're better at cleaning toilets than we are. Grow your cleaning business. Make more money. Have more time. This is the Profit Cleaners Podcast with your hosts, Brandon Condry and Brandon Shane. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Profit Cleaners. Today, we're going to be talking about objections and rebuttals with beers. Beers and beers. Today's episode is sponsored by this <laughs> lovely Threat Level Turquoise. Threat Level Turquoise. It is a local brewery here in Albuquerque, and we're supporting local business. So there, there you, you go. go. So we're going to be talking about objections and rebuttals and how you handle those. And we have yeah. myself, Brandon Shane, Brandon Condry. And our sales ninja operator of business development, <laughs> Matt Robbins. Close I, enough. I always mess That's it up. That's so good. Yeah. It's, it's, it's a very close. long business card. Super it's close. like I have to fold it. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> we're going to be talking about what we do when, to handle those objections. Yeah. You're going to have people that are going to come at you with questions and things that are going to throw you off when you're trying to sell them your cleaning services. And so this is what you say. And this is how you overcome those objections and close the sale so you get way more customers. Yeah. So. All right, guys, here's the thing, right? So these are objections or questions you might hear, and we've split it up into a couple categories. So we've got questions related to cost, equipment, the process itself, and then trust. So we're literally just going to go down this list and spitball you some ideas. Some of these we covered a little bit of other videos and snippets, but we'll just do that differently over here. So my neighbor has his house cleaned for 50 bucks. Why is this so expensive? So... We covered that in the other one. You built the value during the estimate process, explaining why your company's so kick-ass with its three team members and efficiencies and all that. We've got some other little points on here. Reliability. We use our own cars. I highly recommend that you use your own cars. And you're counteracting the housekeeper who's driving their 40-year-old car. These yeah. are fleet-maintained vehicles. We will show up on time. Consistency. We have a bonus program. We have a training program that we constantly do. And insurance. Your neighbor's house cleaner for 50 bucks definitely doesn't have insurance. If she burns your house down, that's on your homeowner's your insurance. Homeowners, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So good luck. Thoughts? Think we got that one? Yeah. We covered that one a couple times during the other videos I think too. That's, yeah, that's great. Yeah. I need to talk it over with my spouse. How do you answer that one? Talk it over with your spouse. I think that's expected. I think there rarely will you have a single decision maker in a household. And so I don't have a problem with that one necessarily. That's one of those where you say, absolutely, talk it over with them. This is a big decision. You're going to have strangers in your home. There's a certain comfort level that you need to make sure everybody's on board with and okay with that. And I don't necessarily have a so, good rebuttal for that. That's okay. It's we don't, one of those we don't necessarily in, have to rebut it. But, sure. So there's a couple of data points you could add. Okay. That's fine. You can talk it over. The estimate I emailed you has a, a link where you can accept it online at right. any time. So talk after work tonight, click it tonight. That's fine. We'll call you tomorrow to get it scheduled. One of the other things we did, especially when we were newer, is that if I can get you to commit to the estimate yeah. by agreeing to the estimate online, by the end of the day, by the end of midnight tonight, we'll give you 50 bucks off the first clean or 50% off the first clean. Sometimes we were doing big time discounts to try and do these pushes. So mm -hmm. if you're just needing to get someone in the door, if you've got the confidence in your product that it kicks ass, then right. give them a deal on the first one. You're going to lose money on the first clean. Mm -hmm. But... If they stick for you, then you're good. Like the average biweekly customer for us is bringing in about $3,700, I think, a year. So if you lost 100 bucks on the first clean, but that gave you $3,700 for the rest of the year, totally that's a no-brainer. Yeah, absolutely. Another one, another thing to note about those is that's a good note to make to follow up with. So, hey, when you send your, your follow-up text or your email, 
Did you check with your spouse? What's the verdict? Are you ready to claim your weekend? You ready to, to yeah. sign up? It's something to throw in to just to show that you were listening, that you were paying attention, that you heard them, which is key. When you're selling to somebody, you want to make sure that that person feels heard. So if you make a note of it, checking with spouse. Then when you follow up, hey, did you guys talk it over? What do you think? And then that makes them feel good. Yeah. Yeah. No, and, great point. So. Yeah. And really all marketing and sales, specifically sales psychology, you want to give people a call to action. And if you can add some scarcity, some urgency to it, it just makes people like want to make that decision so much faster instead of just, yeah, let us know, like get back to us whenever. <laughs> They're probably not going to have a reason to make that conversation happen with their spouse. So say if you do it in a limited amount of time, you'll get a benefit and here's your call to action. Do it now and do it in this time frame and people convert better that way because it's human psychology. Right. right. Okay. I'm just shopping around right now. I'll get back to you. That's kind of the same thing. Like where I need to talk Someone, with somebody sure. else. That's fine. If they're going to say that like right off the bat, I'm going to call these other companies right away. I will usually take that opportunity to rattle off some dirt about the other competition. So <laughs> when you're in the business, even a short amount of time, you will start to hear stuff from your customers about how XYZ company is terrible because right. they did that. So Sometimes I'll say, okay, cool. Who else have you talked to? And if they will tell me, I talked to this company and this company and this company. Okay, great. Company A is a big franchise. They pay their people minimum wage. Their turnover is really high. So just so you know, I'm not pressuring you. I'm just letting you know. Okay, this other company that's local and also does environmentally friendly stuff, they make their people drive their own cars. They're going to show up when they can, depending on the situation of those cars. We can cite specific examples of XYZ. So like our competition in town had an employee's car get stolen and the way their insurance was set up, it didn't cover the cost of that employee's car. So sorry for working for us, employee. (laughs) Go get yourself a new car because it's crucial to your job because you drive it your own car. So take that opportunity to list the problems with the competition. And I have had people during that little thing saying I'm shopping around like, okay, well, just a heads up. The blank, blank, blank is going to do this. Like, all right. Good point. We'll just go with you. I'm already feeling comfortable with you on the call. Like, let's just do it. So that's a good way to get around that. And to add to that, I tend to try to point out our strengths more than our competition's weaknesses. Mm -hmm. So it's doing the same thing, but instead of bad-mouthing the competition, Mm -hmm. you're talking about how we're different than them. So the end result is the same, but it comes off more in a positive manner. Sure. And my experience has proven to be a little bit more... People are more receptive to that. Yeah, yeah. That's you totally know. fine. So like we pointed out all of our positives during the estimate. And so like this is just me like bringing right. this in here at the Brass end, depending, depending on what they say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, whatever it may be. Okay, next one. Why don't you just charge by the hour? My house isn't that dirty. So this is a good one. I mean, we have this one. This does come up pretty regularly mm-hmm. where people are, it's just me and my wife and we keep a clean house and we don't really need deep cleaning every time. So yeah, lesser price. For, so yeah. this is an interesting one. This is one where... This could be a red flag where you realize this customer is not necessarily, they're not seeking out the service you provide. Uh And so you maybe just say, thank you very much and have a nice day. Or you can explain, we understand that your house might be clean, but our folks are going to come in and they're going to clean that place top to bottom. It is going to be sparkling. Uh It's going to be ready for parties. It's going to be ready for, you know, all your family to come over and obviously Uh post pandemic, things like that. That's a tricky one. And it's a tough one to overcome, but really explaining that, the value is having us come out, having us clean top to bottom, yeah, and really do an efficient job of cleaning. Just because something looks clean doesn't necessarily mean right. it is clean. I mean, another right. way to phrase that is like, we keep a clean house. Right. But we do this detail-oriented clean that you are not going to do. So right. when we come out, we do high dusting on tops of your kitchen cabinet, around your window frames, and in the corners of the room. We do the ceiling fans. 
So we do the baseboards. We're gonna right. vacuum under your couch. Like I don't care how clean your house is, you're probably you're not, not vacuuming, vacuuming under your couch. <laughs> so that's why there's socks and kids' toys and stuff under there. So you can just, when they object to the hour thing, just point out that like, look, I get that you're a great house cleaner, but we're gonna do things that you never do. And so yeah. that's just another way to push up the positives. Like this is what we do instead. Right. And I was just gonna say, there's some line that you were using a lot, maybe you still use it, Matt, where you say it can be as little as, right? If they just want a low hourly rate, or is that different? That's, that's more like, that's more the person that calls the office and says, hey, I just want to know the pricing right now. Yeah. I don't want to schedule an estimate with Matt. I want to know the pricing. Yeah. Okay, well, fine. It could be as little as $90, but you have to schedule a meeting with Matt to get the details. Right. $90 is if you're getting a 1,000 square foot cleaned every week. Mm-hmm. That's the lowest price point we offer on a service. Right. So realistically, it's not going to be that. But the point right. is they got on the phone with Matt and he went through the bullets and they're like, okay, I totally understand why it's mm-hmm. 175 So that doesn't necessarily apply in the hour thing. Right. We do have customers. We're going to clean like... Let's say they have a casita. They have an outbuilding on the same property, but we're going to clean this one irregularly. Mm-hmm. We clean this house every two weeks. For those customers, we'll usually make them a break. We're like, okay, we'll clean that thing for 90 bucks an hour mm-hmm. on top of whatever this is. So we're already there. So we'll clean that for, if it takes us 45 minutes, we charged you 70 bucks, whatever it is. Yeah. So we'll bend those a little bit if they're existing good customers. Sometimes when people want you to just clean a bathroom or just a kitchen, like you kind of want to explain to them that, you're not going to get the full effect of like what we're trying to deliver here. Yeah, like you're exactly. going to not feel the full experience. So we can do that, but we really want to. But we charge them the minimum. The minimum is yeah. a thousand square feet. Right. You want us to clean your kitchen and two bathrooms? That's two hundred square feet total. Well, you're paying for a thousand. So if you're exactly. paying for a thousand, yeah. just let us do the rest of it. We're already in the house. And I use that a lot. I'll explain to people. Look, we will happily come clean your kitchen and bathrooms, but it's going to be the same price if we clean your living room and your bedrooms, or it's going to be $18 more to yeah. do the entire house. Like you're not saving. They yeah. think they're going to, it's going to be half price. Yeah. No, because no. the bulk of the cost is getting our crew yep. of to the three door. people in a company car with all of our own equipment yeah. to the door. Mm-hmm. And then whether it's an extra thousand square feet or not, not yeah. that expensive. No, there's an economies so. of scale built in here, okay? We paid mm-hmm. three people 12 bucks an hour, so we're paying $36 an hour to move this car around town. That's right. not including gas and insurance costs. So just mm-hmm. by us getting to the door, that's the minimum. That's why we're charging you $115 to ring the doorbell. Right. And then what you do with it after that is up to you. So that's mm-hmm. why I explained to them, I love those people because you go through the estimate, like, oh, yeah, we could totally do the kitchens and bathrooms. That's like 500 square feet. <laughs> it's 115 bucks. Your whole house, though, for only $18 more, yep. like Matt said, we can yep. do everything. So normally they're like, well, I mean, if you're going to be here, Might it's only well $18. Exactly. And then they get the full experience, and then they sign up for recurring, and then everybody's happy. Okay, this is very unique to us. We are an environmentally friendly cleaning company. You may not be, but we get pushback sometimes where someone says environmentally friendly cleaners don't work as well. So our general sort of go-to is like, look, our reviews speak for themselves. There, We have a five-star rating, blah, 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 go read them. But you can also take the time to explain more about chemical itself if you want. Mm-hmm. And again, that's unique to whatever you're using. But they do work. Most of it's just elbow grease. It's just that we're swapping out super stinky bleach for nice smelling hydrogen peroxide with some citrus oil. Mm-hmm. Someone still has to scrub it. That's the point. Will they get my fans? They're really high up. <laughs> Yes, we'll get your fans. (laughs) We have extension dusters. So the handles that we use extend to, it's got to be 10 feet and the thing on top of it. And then if you picture a a five foot tall person, an 18 inch tall stepladder, we can get 20 feet in the air reliably. Now we have a couple customers where I'm like, we are not going to be able to get that fan. That one is way up there. So that's again where we would refer them to someone else. But we've got Joe Blow, a handyman who has a 25-foot A-frame ladder, he'll do it for this much, and you want to do it twice a year. 
So right. do you bring our own supplies? Again, independent of your company, but for us, yeah, we bring everything. Part of the value that we build is that you don't have to provide us anything. We're bringing fresh rags, fresh chemicals, all of it's new just for your house. Hey guys, so the question is, how can Profit Cleaners help you? First of all, click like and subscribe and hit that bell button if you wanna get more of these videos. If we're changing your life, if Matt and Brandon here, we're all giving you insight, more value, maybe you change a mindset or some perspective to help you grow your business, you wanna get more of this content. So click like, click subscribe, little bell button, I don't know what's on there somewhere, click it and you'll get stuff every day when we do these updates. Secondly, click the link in the description because we're gonna have a link for the course. So if you like this video and you kinda like what we're talking about here, you can get more of these kind of videos to help you grow your business, getting more customers, getting more sales strategies, getting all these techniques and uh, strategies to help grow your business. So click the link in the description, check out the 10X Marketing Bootcamp, and we'll see you guys on the other side. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. Okay, more on the process stuff. So is it the same team every time? We do our best, like we're a growing company, so anytime we add a team, people get shuffled around, but for the most part, it's mm -hmm. gonna be the same team that comes out every time. I'll usually put a caveat on there that says, if you are normally at Wednesdays at 12 and you had to reschedule to Thursdays at two for right. one week for a holiday or something, that's mm -hmm. probably gonna be a different team. But if you stick with your time slot and you don't move, yeah, it's probably the same. Usually what I'll say is our goal. Our goal is, to have the same team out there month after month or every two weeks or whatever, barring any illness or vacation time or things like that. Yeah. So that way they know that there's a possibility that someone new will be in the mix, but we're trying to get you the same group of three yeah, people yeah. every time. The yeah, other caveat nice. too is that if someone is sick, they're still gonna get three people. We just have a floater that fills in. So sure. it's just someone who dropped in. So two out of the three are the same. Right. This other one's just as well trained. It's just that they bounce between teams to cover empty time slots. Right. Yeah. And you'd be surprised how many like negative complaints or reviews we have, specifically just on that one. We don't have a lot, but I'm just saying when they do come in, it's usually a couple of things and it's hey, there was another random person on my team today because people really expect their team to be there. Right. And this is funny because at a lot of other companies, they don't do this at all. Not Just, even an attempt. Not right. even an attempt. And it's always different people. So we really try to have the same team come to these houses. But if it's off one day, people will get really upset about it. So you got to manage those expectations up front, like Matt was saying. Exactly. And just tell them what to expect. Right. right. So. Can you do this insert special request here? Can you take my china out of its hutch, rub all of them with a special mm -hmm. rag? No. <laughs> I mean, you say it a little bit better than that. So the thing that we try to push people towards, like we have a niche that we cover very, very well. That's the detail-oriented checklist. It's the mm. same thing every time. That frees up your time to do those things. But nice. if they're insistent, yes, we've got so-and-so who can come out to help you do X, Y, Z. A good example that comes up with regularity is that people want us to put oil or furniture polish on some piece of wood, natural mm. wood. I don't want to do that because I don't want to break your super expensive table or whatever because we use the wrong thing. So there's actually a guy in town. It's a franchise. Maybe you have this in your town, but it's called the Furniture Medic. And that's what he does. He replaces, repairs, oils. They maintain wood furniture. So if it is that special project, yeah, I've got a person I can refer to you that'll help you do that. Right. I think that's the key is if they ask for that special request that you can't do, give them a solution to their problem. So no, we don't do laundry. But we got this great company that we work with called The Cleanery, and they'll come to your house and pick up your laundry and yeah. do it all and bring it back to your house. And they're amazing to work with. You want their number. Those types of things. Carpet cleaning, yeah. the windows, all those things that we get requests for all the time. Yeah. We don't do that, but yes. yeah, you let wanna... me put you in touch with 
the guys that we would recommend. Yeah, you want them to leave happy. Like, even though I didn't end up cleaning your carpets or whatever, you have a positive experience with me Mm -hmm. because I got you the guy who's going to do it so freaking good. The next time you want a house cleaning, you're like, I remember those guys. They helped me out with your thing. So I'm going to call them up. This is one of my favorites when people say this. I can do it better myself. Well, then why (laughs) did you call us in the first place for starters? That's a little weird. But (laughs) So the answer there, I think, is like, look, the goal is not to outdo you. We're not trying to compete. We said it before, but like we're going back to the list of details that you probably don't do with regularity. And also our goal is to free up your time so that you can go live your life doing something else other than telling me that you're better at cleaning toilets than we are. Yeah. I think this is like people's ego even getting in the way. They're like, yes. Like I've heard a lot of people say, like, my wife does that and she will never let me give that job away. She wants to feel like that's my house and I do these things in the house. Right. Yeah. So. Agreed. <laughs> and it is, yeah, sure, maybe you can do it better yourself. But is that how you, you want to spend your to? time? Right. Yeah. I don't. How much is your time worth? Right. right. Yeah. And that's exactly the point that I try to make to people is, I mean, that's the whole reason you're calling us is to free up your time. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you can do it better. Maybe you can't. Mm-hmm. But is that how you want to spend your time on the weekend? Or do you want to be out with your kids playing in the backyard? Yeah. yeah exactly. Three yeah. people's too much. I just want one person. I mean, I guess. <laughs> but, like, the answer there is, like, look, we've got this very detailed, choreographed checklist that they go through and three people mm-hmm. is the most efficient way to accomplish it and then you can touch on the things that you already covered in the estimate mm-hmm. one person does the kitchen one does bathrooms one does dusting as a team they all work on the floors so that's just another way to reinforce what we're doing and why it's different than having one person mm-hmm. also this became way more important during the pandemic lockdown yes. work from home thing which was one person in your house if everybody was at school and at work they could be there for six hours and you wouldn't know But if you are working from home and somebody's there for six hours in your space, vacuuming, making noise, opening doors, taking trash out, that's a big chunk of your day. Like we're in there 90 minutes, two hours, three, depending on the size of your house. But we're in and out. So you guys can all go about your Zoom life on meeting. (laughs) And I think that's my biggest rebuttal with people when you say something like, not so much. I don't know that I've actually heard someone say, well, I only need one. Why are you bringing three? But it is the man, I've only got a 1,200 square foot apartment. Why are you bringing three people? And I want to say, well, that's just, we operate, one. And two, that allows them to get in and out of your place in an hour and a half. You don't have to plan your day around house cleaning. Everyone's always like, oh, yeah, they're not going to be here all day. That's kind of handy. You can go make a target run. And by the time you get back, the house is clean. Yeah. Yeah. Again, saving people's time. And I think in the beginning, we actually had one of our competitors changed their business model. They went from a multi-person team to a one-person team because they were trying to save on costs. And you guys might be thinking, oh, maybe we can be more efficient this way. Well, Mm -hmm. it's the exact opposite. We had a lot of customers come over to us because they're like, they're in my house for six hours a day now. And there's like some guy with a neck tattoo showed up and they didn't say he was going to show up. And there's one person. No offense to people with neck tattoos. Yeah, no offense. (laughs) But that's the problem is people run in and out. And a lot of times when we're on our way, people want to be like, when you're on your way, I'm going to head out, go shopping for an hour and come back. And they want that efficiency. Right, yeah. We've covered this a couple times, but can you do laundry and dishes? No, but... Lanery does laundry. Do your own dishes. Yeah, we cleaned all the rest of this stuff, so you have time to do your dishes now, that type of thing. That just goes back to the special request thing. We can find you someone to do it. If you're insistent on dishes, then what you really need is like you need an employee, employee of your family, and that's not us. So that's okay. No hard feelings. We'll see you later. Sure. Yeah. And the reason why, if you tell them the reason why we don't wash your dishes is because we could break some stuff that maybe it's your famous china from your aunt and uncle or something, and then also... If we wash your clothes and do that, we're going to shrink your sweaters. We're going to mess up your 
really expensive yeah. thing. And Given the reason why is a great point, yeah. Why are we doing it this way? Because we don't have time to be replacing one-off ceramic plates all the time. So, right. sorry. We're all about speed, and we don't want to break all the things. You hire the same people as everyone else in town. No, we pay... 150% of market rate for house cleaners. And so when we post a job posting, we get 150 applicants and we're able to get the yeah. cream of the crop. So you get people that have 10 years of experience. And locally, this may be different depending on your region, but we've had people that were working minimum wage at a competitor's franchise. They were there for four years. And when they left, they were making 50 cents more than when they started four years before. Right. And our starting wage is like $2 an hour more than what they were making there. So you want to pitch it as a company culture thing that we treat our employees well. People want in the door. It's a bit weird right now with the pandemic and unemployment, but there was a point in time when we said we were going to hire our existing employees would just go tell their personal network of friends and we have eight people the next morning and we didn't even post a job posting. So take that for what it's worth, but we definitely agree. We feel that you should be paying people above everyone else to make yourself stand out. Do they speak English? Our goal is to have an English speaker on every team. We do our best to make that happen, but all communication relevant to your cleaning should be going through the office anyway. Oh, so like exactly. if you're making a change to your cleaning, like I don't want you to clean my office anymore, mm -hmm. you need to tell the office anyway because we have to update the software. If it's a one-off thing, like, hey, today my kid's in that room doing a painting, you can tell them that when they walk in the door. But if you're having trouble, you are always welcome to go through the office and we will cover the communication and translation for you. Exactly. Yeah. And that's actually a policy just Matt was talking about in another video, how people will sometimes try to circumvent, they'll go right to the team, even though they ask the sales guy or the office staff, can you do this and move my furniture and clean all my plates? Well, they'll also ask teams. And so you have to, our policy is anytime the customer asks for difference, they have, the team has to ask us and everything goes to the office. Right. So it's always going through the cool. office. You have that line of communication and it helps solve those problems as well. Right. Mm -hmm. And you work on the weekend, I mean, that's a multifold sort of question. It's easier for us to clean your house when you're not there. This was pre-pandemic when everyone's at work, but then mm -hmm. we'll go back to that. And then... What I... Oh, go ahead. No, no, keep... Wait. I was going to say, I get that a lot because people love the idea of having us come on Saturday or Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I explain that we really strive for a good, solid work-life balance at yeah. Sandy Green Clean. There you go. That's exactly we what I We want saying. our folks working Monday through Friday, just like you. The happier they're at the home with their kids on the weekend, and the happier they are, the better job they're going to do Monday through Friday cleaning your home and... It's a win-win. Everybody's happier. Everybody gets a better quality service. They've got some time away from the office, and they know that those two days a week, they're not going to have to. Yeah, that's great. And it goes along with the pay. It's like, yep. The happier we can make them, the better job they're going to do for you. Right. Sure. Exactly. What should I do with my pet when you come clean? Okay, well, depending on the pet. Like, if it's a dog, outside in the backyard, it's great. Mm -hmm. Just a caveat, we can't be held responsible for letting them in or out. Right. The deal with that is that... If it's a hot summer day and we let them out and they didn't have water out there and we forgot to let them back in, I don't want to be on the hook as a company for having baked your dog in the backyard. <laughs> You're welcome to crate the dog. We're happy to go around barking animals. That's fine. Hats are usually easier. They tend to go run and hide under a bed exactly. as soon as we walk in the door. In general, you want to just also relate to them that you want to be able to tell them that we know that you have a pet. We made a note in your customer account that you have a pet and we'll make sure that the team is... You know, not leaving the door wide open, which is right. not part of our processing. Right. All right. On the trust side of things, how can I trust your cleaners? We run background checks on employees. Yeah. We've never had an incident of theft. We have a zero tolerance policy for theft. If that ever happens, we would cooperate with police. That's just them being nervous about it. That's yeah. almost like a, I'm really close to saying yes, but I'm worried about yep. this past experience I had. So here's how you do it. 
Right. I'll, I'll always mention the insurance policy. Yeah. We got a huge general liability insurance policy that mm-hmm. not only covers any damage or breakage, but worst case scenario covers anything that might disappear from your home. Always throw that out. Worst case scenario. Yeah. Because so that's not yeah. what you can expect from us. We're right? not going to so. be filing an insurance claim every time we come out. That's not the idea. <laughs> right. Insurance is a running theme on the trust side of things because people are paranoid about stuff. So yeah. we're trying to get you, if the worst case scenario happens, you're covered and we'll do our best. You know what I mean? So like, mm-hmm. that's all it is. So I won't give you a key to my house. This is less of an issue as we get further on in modern times with coded mm-hmm. locks and people are letting people in with Bluetooth enabled garage doors and things like that. Mm-hmm. But if you can't trust our cleaners in your house with all of your things why won't you trust us with a key and then you back that up with the process we engrave it there's nothing on your key that has your name or address so if it's lost it's just a key that says 237 in the event that we do lose your key we will happily pay for a locksmith to come out and rekey everything that's only happened once Mm -hmm. for us in four years Mm -hmm. and then otherwise when it's not out in the field it's in a safe inside of a locked office inside of an alarmed building and it only comes out on the day that you get it clean that's just a process question and honestly it's a little bit of a red flag if people don't trust you at all and don't want to give you a key it's like well maybe we're not for you so right (laughs) yeah let's see we covered some of that stuff i'm worried about strangers in my house same thing we Mm -hmm. background check the employees zero tolerance policy we pay a living wage, we're able to get the cream of the crop. So like if we've got someone who's been in cleaning for 10 years, they're not trying to get this job for three days to come in and rob your place. That's not what they're for. Well, that goes back to having the same crew. You're going to have strangers in your house. At least you got the same strangers every time. Yeah. Right. And, that's what and then they become people. not strangers. I like tell people, you start recognizing like, oh, faces. Yeah, that's a good point. Exactly. Yeah. They get yeah. familiar with you. You get familiar with them. Start talking about your kids and whatnot yeah. and the and key. We also incorporate like a, we know exactly who's doing what in the house, right? Based yeah. on the job notes. So if something happened to disappear in this part of the house where well, we know, oh, this person was doing the dusting in that part of the house based on the job notes. So you can assure them that we know exactly who's in the house and who's in each duty of the house every time. It's just another thing that peace right. of mind. Oh, okay. So we would b- yeah. figure it out and. So you will get people to ask you if you're insured. You should be insured. And the answer to that is like, of course, we have liability and missing items insurance and workers' comp. And sometimes you will get the occasional customer who's like, I want proof of insurance. And every insurance carrier on earth has a department that is dedicated to just this. And you send them a message that says, well, I need a certificate of insurance for Joe Smith down the street. They'll ask for his contact info and they'll literally produce a document that says, hey, Joe, your house at this address is insured for a million dollars. And then that usually puts Mm -hmm. that to rest. Yep. So I think that covers like most of the common objections that we've seen. And if you come up with any others, certainly let us know. We're happy to cover some holes, but those are the kind of the categories that you end up seeing over and over and over again. And we'll see you in the next video. Yeah. Keep it clean, guys. Take care. Thanks for joining us today. To get more info, including show notes, updates, trainings, and super cool free stuff, head over to ProfitCleaners.com. And remember, keep it clean.